Hello, welcome to the Collaborative Challenge uh, podcast. Today we have uh, a group who worked on fostering sustainable practices. Uh, their project was called Miss You, and this is Team One. I'm Abigail Jones, and um, I'd like to introduce you to these students. Uh, so I'm Maya, I'm from the MA Fashion Journalism. Hi, I'm Francesca, and I'm studying Global Fashion Retailing. Hi, I'm Federico, and I'm studying MA Fashion Design and Technology Menswear. Um, hi, I'm Natasha, and I'm studying the MSc Applied Psychology in Fashion. Hi, I'm Gemma, and I'm studying MA Fashion Futures. Hi, everybody. I was just wondering whether one of you would like to talk about Miss You and how that project came about. How did you, how did you um, begin to work on the collaborative challenge? Yes, so um, the, this project was really about uh, fostering sustainable practices like the, the title says. So we, we just like uh, start to talk together and uh, start analyzing the fashion sector to try to find some issues in, in sustainability and to, to try to propose a, a way to solve them, uh, trying to be innovative in some ways. So. We then uh, decide to create Miss You, that is a brand concept. And uh, being, you know, a lot of different specialties, uh, like we are uh, studying five different MAs, we tried in each of our specialty to uh, bring some research on that and to propose some, uh, some solutions. So from, for example, uh, the design part, or then from the material sourcing and production, uh, and and we we keep we keep going on consumer target and trying to, to find a way to to address marketing communication and and everything. So this is how Miss You was was born. And and that is quite a complex. Um, you know, you're constantly collaborating with all those things, with um, design, the materials, the consumer and the marketing um, and trying to thread that together in a sustainable way. Did one of you, did you all contribute to how sustainable you could be? I mean, was that was that a challenge? Yes. So we first of all uh, had a talk and uh, try to understand every one of us where to uh, we come from and what is our vision of a more sustainable fashion industry and then we tried to yes put together what was the most important for us because of course uh, in our brand we cannot put everything about sustainability so we tried to select what was important and we we, we bounded well together we found like some common points and then we tried each of us to address it. So for example, I tried to address it in thinking about the design part, but then uh, everyone uh, in his own specialty tried to understand how can we do a sustainable marketing practice? How can we do um, a sustainable sourcing, of course, and production and so on? Yeah, that's really interesting. Does anybody else want to contribute to that? Yeah, I guess it's just, the fact that we each have our different sectors and I know with LCF that they're really trying to push um, the sustainability mindset so of course we have all these different perspectives that we try to incorporate into a brand as much as possible 
Um, but of course, it's hard to make everything absolutely sustainable. So through different discussions, we're able to decide which bits um, that we wanted to focus on and which bits that we were more than happy, not more than happy, but we're happier to kind of um, leave behind. And just out of interest, how had you all kind of taken on board sustainability before you'd started this project? Do you think you'd all kind of were acutely aware or mildly aware of sustainability in your practices? I'm on the Fashion Futures MA, which is um, solely about sustainability and tackling the future of fashion. So I think I came from a perspective where it was hard to compromise on any areas. So that kind of tied together as a group because then we could focus in on which areas were key to us and like um areas that we could tackle yeah that's that's interesting so so because you could you could kind of hold it in a per in kind of the parameters of 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 all the knowledge that you have do you think that's what was happening um yeah i think so i think because over i had a more of a broader sense um so then overlooking on production and materials, but then each and every one of us had an, had areas that we wanted to tackle individually that was more in association with our um, MA. And um, was there one experience that, that did stand out as, and as my question says, challenging or, or really rewarding? Like were there, were there two moments like that or one? So Francesca and I did a lot of work into our colour um, and how we were going to build this brand identity. And I know for one of the um, consultancies, so after we did our presentation and we were really confident in the work that we'd come up with, we got quite a lot of criticism with regards to our name as well as the colours that we chose. Um, and of course, as soon as you hear that kind of feedback, it makes you doubt whether what we were actually doing um, was going to work or whether that we needed to reevaluate both the name and the colours and um, look over our brand identity. But I know through discussing each of our concerns and um, doing like further research into it, we overcame that issue quite easily. But overall, in terms of working together, we didn't really exhibit too many challenges because we had that whole idea of sustainability, that key focus that tied us together. And we all wanted to do the fostering of sustainable practices challenge, um, which built an initial bond with each other. But if anyone wants to go through whether, um, not whether, but which our greatest achievement was then. I think um, it was following, do you, I don't know if you all agree, but I think following our last um, consultancy, um, that was kind of like a breakthrough where it, we got some really positive feedback. And also it was following us um, deciding to stick to our name on our um, colour palette because there was so much research and reasoning behind that, that I think when we received great positive feedback, it was kind of like a sense of achievement that we'd actually stuck to what we believed in. Absolutely, I agree with you, Gemma, because when we really started to develop things and to uh, create more concrete things, because at the beginning, of course, everything was more theoretical, you know, so also uh, in the consultancy, um, our supervisor were not really sure about which was the concrete direction we were taking. But after the Christmas break, uh, we really started to 
having some more concrete stuff to present. And then at that point, I think we get a lot of satisfaction from that because uh, we had great feedbacks and we understood that it was feasible in a way. And I, I guess in that consultancy, you all knew that you were in the right, heading in the right direction with the with everything that you'd done. Um, I'm just wondering, how did you get to know each other online? How did you create that relationship of trust and 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 working together, kind of collaborative relationship? I think it was basically our individual and then collective dedication to the challenge and the brief that we were doing. Um, I also I think we kind of lucked out because our group really had um, was really motivated in trying to find a solution for the brief that we were presented with and. We really were excited about getting our individual expertise and uh, experience in, yeah, in pushing for a solution. So that kind of brought us together uh, about that. And then, I mean, I don't know, after the past year, I think we're all pretty used to being connected online. So it was just about keeping um, open communication channels, be it the group chat or our um, group Padlet and making sure ideas are flowing and that we were giving constructive feedback and considering all everyone's ideas equally, um, which made it work. It's funny because in my head, I can see you all kind of like with your screens on having breakfast together. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know why, but I just wondered, do you become really familiar with each other or is it more business-like? I think it's a bit, it's been a bit of both. I think we, we yeah. We started off obviously very focused on the um, on the challenge that we were set, but then as time went on, I think um, it became more informal and we got to know each other better. Yeah, we have a plan to have uh, to have a celebratory drink the minute that it's made possible. And yeah, that's been on a hold for yeah, a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a seriously good idea, I have to say, and and you so deserve it, really. I mean, it's funny the last podcast I did. A lot of the students were saying, we just didn't know that this was possible. We didn't know that you could work so well purely online. I don't know if you if you all feel like that. Yes, exactly. Like for me, it feels surreal, the fact that we, I never meet you guys in reality. Like I never saw you in reality just through a webcam. But still, <laughs> I feel that I know you. I mean, I, I feel like we, we spend so many hours speaking through webcam. So it's like... I already met you, but in reality, I never, I never saw you, saw you in real life. Yeah. So that's so strange. It's, it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be weird seeing like the rest of our bodies because all we've seen <laughs> is like the head. <laughs> exactly. We are used to our face, but not... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very true and sweet. Um, so the other question that I have, and I'll go around the kind of virtual room with this one, is um. How do you think you've developed personally, professionally? I'm not going to put the practically in because it sounds a bit bonkers, but yeah. How do you think you do? Can you see what you have gained by doing the collaborative challenge? Can you sort of see those professional skills or even communication skills, really? Of course, as we previously said, I've never done this much um, like virtual meetings. So being able to communicate effectively in a virtual setting um, is a skill that I know is going to really benefit in the future, especially as you don't know the people that you're speaking to. So how do you build a connection? Um, and as well, how do you work effectively in that type of environment? Because I especially thought 
but it wouldn't be the same where you wouldn't be able to um, gain as many ideas or have that debate um, between different topics. But as well, I think personally, there's always that fear of speaking online um, to raise, like the first person to raise your voice or just bringing all these ideas to people that you've never met because you can't actually see their um, their physical movements, if that makes sense. Uh, so you don't, you can hear the tone, but you don't actually know how people are reacting to it, um, which I, yeah, which is difficult. But as well, just fashion, I know as an industry, you do have to collaborate both within um, fashion and across in different sectors. So I think via there, learning how to effectively collaborate, especially in a task that's quite challenging, um, I think has, yeah, been really beneficial. Well, generally group work is something that personally I always am a little afraid of because uh, it takes a lot of trust and confidence and the people around you to um, hold their own and as well as be committed to the general process. But I really think that in this case, we really were all hands on, on board, like everyone carried the weight equally. And it was just really nice to, I know, after the initial few meetings to really feel confident in that I am going to cover my share of the work. And I know that like the other person I'm meant to discuss a specific issue with will do as well in the time for our meeting. And it just allowed for a really productive work environment, I think, to know that we're all really committed and and communicative about the work that we're doing together. And it, and it does sound like you are all very, I mean, it sounds really professional. It sounded motivated, you know, you've used those words. You've used those words quite clearly, motivated, professional, that you all had a similar perspective. And yeah, it's it's very, it's very interesting to think that you started straight from that premise because many teams had to build that sense of professionalism and determination and diligence so it's really interesting that it was in place right from the beginning yeah i mean i think that for my for my personal perspective and maybe guys you can tell me what you think about it but i think that the fact that everything was only online influenced this because um we we were um I think more uh, professional because we could only meet online through webcam and so uh, deal directly with the project. And while maybe, you know, if you meet like in a bar or something, you start having drinks and you start maybe uh, being more informal and having also the chance to maybe do something else outside or, uh, you know, getting to, to have a different kind of relationship. So I only online in a certain way, it makes you stay more professional because, you know, you cannot have a party with a webcam. Uh, I mean, I know they do that with uh, with lockdown, but I don't think it's really like <laughs> fun as doing it in real life. So we stay more professional, I guess. Yeah, I agree with you, Federico. I think that uh, being online uh, made us more uh, focused. I think um, it also helped that um, it, we all got the brief that we wanted. And I think that might have had something to do with us all being so focused from the very beginning. Um, I'm not sure how it went with other groups where they um, didn't get their first option, but we all did. So I think that really did set the tone for how we tackled it. Yeah, and that's a good point too, because sometimes you go into a group and you go, oh, this isn't going to work for me. And then you're pleasantly surprised, but you all felt you're in the right place for the right reason. 
thank you so much um, for those answers. It was really, you know, very interesting to hear how the work had had been pro produced, and also it's interesting about the miss you and that that some people that in some ways people didn't like that the name of the project that you chosen or the title of the work. I think it was just at the beginning. I think it was how that the name would be perceived. Um, to people that would potentially buy the brand in the future um, because maybe there was something linked to misguided um, which would probably stand for something that is totally opposite to what the Miss You brand was um, that will stand for. Um, the name itself was shortened down from misunderstood um, and that came from um a masterclass that um I had with uh Dillis Williams um from the uh, sustainable center um she was talking about how the word sustainability is misunderstood and doesn't have a clear meaning so we were because we were trying to shape um a very clear message of what sustainability is that's how we came up with the name miss you oh that's interesting I mean because I do think it is it's kind of it I think it's it's very timely to have that as a brand. And I think, you know, COVID's not gonna go away. So I actually think it's quite um targeted to use that as a brand name. We think so. <laughs> <laughs> I just put my two cents worth in there anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's great. I think it's really good. But yeah, thanks again for coming in and talking about your project. And and I'm glad you chose Miss You. I think it was a strategically good move. Yeah, thank you, Abby. It was really great to have that chat with you. And oh, to all that. that was lovely. Thank yeah, you so thank much. Thank you. All righty. And best of luck with the rest of your MA. Too. Thank you so much. Thank, thank, you. You, thank so much. you. I really hope you're the best. And I'm thank sure you. that you'll support each other no matter what. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>